An entitled Karen demands that I date her daughter, and if I don't, she says she's gonna get me fired, and I'm honestly baffled by what went down. Here's what happened. For some context, I'm a 17-year-old male, and I work at Segway Tour Company. It's actually really fun. I get to ride on Segways around the city and talk to people, and I get paid to do it. Plus, the tipping isn't bad. So anyway, there was a tour booked, and a couple of days ago, I came in about 20 minutes early to answer emails and get everything ready. The group shows up, and it's a mom and a daughter. And that's when things get interesting with this entitled Karen and her daughter. So this Karen and her daughter come in and I check them in. I tell them that we have some waivers that I need them to sign and then I ask the daughter how old she is. She states that she's 16 and then I direct her towards signing the waiver. I ask this because if kids are younger than 18, their parents have to sign the waiver for them. But this entitled Karen only heard me say the first part. Not when I said that the daughter didn't need to sign a waiver. So she actually thought that I was just asking her daughter how old she was. And I'm pretty sure this is what started everything. We go on the tour and while I'm giving my spiel, the entitled Karen keeps interrupting me to tell me stuff about her daughter and find if we are compatible. I'm explaining how this nonprofit organization opened up only for this entitled Karen to ask me all of a sudden, um, are you in college? I tell her no, I'm a junior in high school. I'm usually pretty free with info about myself on tours because it helps keep people relaxed and initiates conversations when there's a lull during the tour. Plus, it kind of helps with tipping. This entitled Karen then says, Oh, well, my daughter's also a junior. She's an artist. And this was not an isolated incident. Stuff like this kept happening throughout the tour. And every time, her daughter kept getting redder and redder in the face. My mom does this too, where she just tells random mall attendants about me. So I know what the daughter is going through and I really do feel her pain. At the end of the tour, I tell the two of them that they have 15 minutes to go around the town and then they can meet me back up at the Segway place. I get back back and I start getting things set up for their return. They roll in, pardon the pun, and I take the segways to start charging them. This entitled Karen then continues the conversation by asking me what I think of her daughter. I didn't understand what she was asking, so I said, pardon me, um, what did you say? She then says, I saw you checking her out during the tour. Are you going to ask her out? The daughter then chimes in, begging her mom to stop. I look at her and I say, um, ma'am, I just recently got out of a relationship and I'm not really looking for anything right now. This Karen was baffled by that because she just looked at me and said, What? Is my daughter not good enough for you? I said to her, No, that's not it. I just said I just got out of a relationship. And before I could continue any further, she then said that I am absolutely going to date her daughter and that's final. I responded by saying, You can't tell me what to do. I'm not your kid. And if I don't want to date your daughter, I don't have to. Besides, you haven't even asked me if she wants to date me. The daughter then chimes in and says, Yeah, I really don't want to date him. But the entitled Karen wasn't having it because that's when she said she was going to threaten to call my boss and tell him about my terrible customer service claiming that I'm never going to work in this city ever again. And at this point I was absolutely blown away because she was seriously trying to get me fired because I didn't want to date her daughter. So I pull out my phone and I say "All right, you want to call him and explain this situation? How you're trying to force me to date your daughter and get me fired for saying no? Then finally, I guess the absurdity of this situation finally sunk in, and her face transitioned from pure rage to slight confusion. At this point, she tries to backtrack, but I look at her and I say, no, let's call him. So I start to go through my contacts, and I press my boss's name. I look at her and I say, let's have this conversation. Let's do this. And just as the phone started ringing, this entitled Karen looks at her daughter and says, let's get out of here. And that's when the entitled Karen runs out the door as the daughter turns to me and says, I'm so sorry, following after her mom. I hang up the phone before my 
my boss answers, and I start cleaning the segues up. And I'm honestly still amazed at the audacity of this stupid entitled Karen. How crazy is that? Imagine trying to do your job and handle some kind of tour group, and this lady's like, no, you're gonna date my daughter, or I'm gonna get you fired. She even threatened this person to be like, oh, you're never gonna work in the city again unless you date my daughter, who, by the way, doesn't want to date you either. Like, what a complete weirdo. But you know what? The way the original poster handled this was absolutely amazing. It was so well done. He called her on her bluff right then and there and didn't back down from this weird lady being a creep. So hopefully that lady learned her lesson, that she can't just pawn her daughter off at the next person she sees simply because she demands it. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out, link down below in the description. My husband yelled at me because I can't move past the fact that my mom passed away and what he said was really hurtful and now I don't know what to do. So I lost my mother to terminal cancer three and a half years ago. It was a traumatic time in my life and I've been working with my therapist to move forward through some of my grief. One of my more disruptive symptoms is a hoarding compulsion, which makes it very difficult for me to throw away anything, especially my mother's things. And it even goes as far as not even wanting to use any of her things. My aunt and I were the only people there with my mom when she was sick, so I ended up inheriting all of her things. I now struggle sometimes with being overly protective of her possessions. The most difficult thing is the bed frame that held the mattress that she passed away in. Recently, my husband and I were fighting, and he came and sat down on the bed beside me, and the frame broke apart. I started to have a panic attack, and I lost control of myself. I felt as though I could not respond at all, and could barely move. He got even angrier, and told me that this was another example of my selfishness. The fact that I was being dramatic, and not engaging with him. He then yelled at me that my mother died three years ago, and that I have to get over it. This upset me even more, and he got angrier again. He continued to yell, telling me that his family is going to die soon. And he said this, I guess as a way to suggest that what I've been through is not unique to me. My husband has a problem with being quite mean like this when he's angry, and it's made worse when I shut down and get quiet. I know that it's something I need to work on, and that I can't expect my partner to do all the talking in conflict. However, I just can't get past what he said, and how much it hurt. I also feel guilty for being so dramatic, and for all the ways that my grief interferes with our relationship. For example, I can have a lot of anxiety about the household, and sometimes I obsessively clean or order things, and it makes him feel on edge in our shared home. He has since apologized, and I have told him that it very deeply hurt me what he said. He said that he knows it was a terrible thing to say, and that he didn't realize I was having a panic attack. I don't know how that's possible, to be honest, as I was gasping to catch my breath. But now I'm at a loss. I don't feel any better about it, and I'm ashamed to say his apology meant nothing to me. I don't want to keep bringing it up, asking him to apologize again and again, but I don't know what else to do. Has anyone had a line crossed like this before, and gone on to repair things in a way that felt genuine? What should I do? First off, I just want to say that I'm really sorry for your loss. Honestly, who cares that it's been three years? This has been a very struggling period in your life, and as you put it, you've had a really hard time getting over this. So I really do understand where you're coming from. I think what your husband said really was inappropriate as well. The fact that he would say basically just get over the death of your mom suddenly is really inappropriate. But I think you are taking the steps necessary by meeting with a therapist to try and help with these compulsions that you're struggling with. Eventually, you really can get to a place where you are more comfortable with putting your mother's stuff away and moving forward with your life. But clearly, you're not really ready to make those steps in your life. When it comes to what your husband had to say, I think he just said that in anger 
anger, and he really did apologize. And I think you do have the right idea here. Asking him to apologize again and again because that first apology was just not good enough is only going to cause conflict. So I think you really should just take what he's saying at face value. He apologized, he said he's sorry for what he said, and he didn't know that you were having a panic attack over the situation at hand. Maybe he just completely missed the fact that you were gasping for breath. Who knows? So hopefully this all works out for you because this sounds like a rough situation and I can only imagine the grief that you're still struggling with. My two entitled friends are choosing to hang out with my parents who have abused me and treated me so poorly my entire life. Things are so bad that they're even being invited to Christmas and Thanksgiving while I'm being left out in the cold by my parents. And at this point, I don't know what to do. So my parents and I have never had the best relationship. My mom has narcissistic traits and my dad is her enabler, meaning my brothers and I were always abused by my mom and my dad did nothing to stop her. Well, within the last two years, my mom has gotten worse. I told my friends about it and they got to see some of her craziness during the last year. And that was just a small amount of what I know is possible. My friends have seen how my mom's behavior has negatively affected me and have helped me to not just take a deep dive into depression. Thus, I thought they would understand how I felt about my parents and people in my life, as well as just generally being around my parents, especially my mom, who is also manipulative. Well, this year, I moved out of my parents' house, even though it was a hard thing to do, because I wasn't able to or allowed to have a job when living with them, so I honestly had limited resources. My other friends understood the assignment and helped me get on my feet. However, two of my friends started hanging out with my parents, and I only found out because one of them sent me pictures of one of the events. I was quite upset and surprised that they would do that when they had been saying that they understood me when I said I wanted to move out and separate myself from my parents the whole time. Well, with advice and encouragement from other friends, I talked to them about getting all close and hunky-dory with my parents. They said they understood, and we came to an agreement. They can still hang out with my parents, but I have to be told about it and stay in the loop. But they also wanted to make sure we were still close friends. Well, they started going to events that they knew I wasn't invited to, such as 4th of July or Thanksgiving, as well as Sunday lunch, stuff like that. And you guessed it, they were sending me pictures of said events. Not being invited by my parents was just them trying to convince people that they did invite me, but I just didn't want to be there, which is just not true. Now, I know we came to an agreement that they can still hang out with my parents, but I feel like they are just being rude and inconsiderate and incredibly disrespectful to me. And yes, I have explained that I find it thoughtless for them to go to these events while they know I wasn't invited. And these are not small events. These are things like Christmas or Thanksgiving or even the 4th of July. These are cornerstone moments that I'm supposed to be sharing with my family, but they're cutting me off. Now, I found out that one of these friends are hosting a graduation party, but I wasn't invited or even told about it by either friend. No, I was told about it by my mom and it is being held in less than two weeks. The only reason my mom told me about it was because she wanted to know if I wanted to ride with her. I feel so hurt by this, but I don't want my emotional state to lead me down the wrong path. So I'm honestly not sure what to do. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
I have to be honest, the two people you call friends who are actively trying to have some kind of role in your parents' life are not friends in the slightest. Your parents are doing one of two things. They're either making sure that you stay in their toxic web for the rest of your life, or they're using your friends against you, basically trying to make you feel guilty for walking out on them. And I bet you it's probably that second option. Like, why else would they be so enthusiastic to try and bring your friends into their life, if not to try and get back at you and ruin your life in some way, like they've done since you were just a kid and that's not fair for you in the slightest so I'm very surprised in the first place that you've even wasted your time with these people these are not good friends and they can hardly be called friends in the first place if anything they're definitely showing their true colors so if I was in your shoes I would almost be tempted to cut these people off as well they do not deserve to be called your friends if they're going to sympathize with your abusers so maybe it's time to take some steps to tell them that no this is not okay and if they still want to hang out with your parents then let that be the red flag you were looking for, that these people were never on your side, and they're only out to hurt you and to harm you. An entitled Karen refuses to get out of the middle of the road while she's jogging, claiming that people should just go around her, despite the fact that she's not giving anybody any room to go around her. And I honestly have never been more annoyed in my life. Here's what happened. So my fiance and I live in an apartment with a horrible entrance. There are two ways you can get into the parking lot of our apartment. One way is through a hairpin turn, and I mean literally a hairpin tight turn off of a 45 mile an hour road and the second way is to cut through a neighborhood which splits you out into the townhouse parking next to my apartment. The road is pretty narrow on the one side and the entire road is separated by a double yellow line with turn lanes to turn into different cul-de-sacs. The neighborhood also has huge sidewalks that cut through the middle of people's driveways. The road is also full of blind turns and hills which makes it hard to see if there's oncoming traffic. Many people have gotten into accidents towards the entrance trying to pass walkers who aren't on the sidewalk. This will be important later. I was coming home from work yesterday when I turned into the neighborhood. A woman maybe late in her 30s was jogging in the middle of the road. Yes, you heard that correctly. Smack dab in the middle, not off to the side of the middle or anything like that. I slowed down behind her and I left about a car's length between me and her. I tried to find a good place to pass her since I couldn't see up the hill or around the bend of the road. The woman began gesturing at me to move over before stopping all together and banging on the hood of my car, telling me to move over. At this point, I stopped in the middle of the road. She came up to my window and asked me to roll it down. When I rolled my window down, she started shouting at me that I needed to pass her and that I can't drive behind her because she doesn't want cars behind her. I told her I couldn't see if it was safe to pass yet, so I didn't. I also told her to just use the sidewalk that was literally less than a couple of inches away from her. As this interaction went on, about eight or nine cars flew down the left side going well over 25 miles an hour. She yelled at me that I don't live here and I don't understand how the neighborhood works and that apparently nobody uses the sidewalk because it cuts through driveways as if that has anything to do with anything. I told her if she wasn't going to use the sidewalk that she's going to have to deal with people slowing down behind her or that she should just step out of the road and wait till the cars pass to continue jogging. She just gave an over-exaggerated sigh and said that I was being dumb and childish before for walking over to the sidewalk and continuing her stupid jog. She later started complaining about me online, calling me a dumb, selfish teenager who can't drive, stating that the neighbors need a gate to keep the trespassers out. But this stupid, entitled Karen doesn't know that I do live here. And hopefully, next time she just uses the sidewalk, because I really don't want to have to deal with her ever again. What an absolute moron. Like, why on earth would she be running in the middle of the road like that? And why would the sidewalks cutting through people's driveways in any 
any way, shape, or form be a good enough excuse for you to run and hog the whole road. It sounds like this is a dangerous neighborhood as it is, so the fact that she's just running in the middle of the road, blocking traffic, is basically her asking for trouble. And that's not fair for the drivers that have to put up with that garbage. And worst of all, she really tried to flip this on the driver and make this their problem, instead of just owning up to it and getting out of the way. Like, she got so mad that she was banging on the hood of the car. I mean, what kind of weird entitlement do you have to think you can run through the middle of the road and get away with it? So hopefully, for the sake of the original poster, this crazy Karen doesn't live close by, because otherwise, you're gonna have to deal with some weird neighbor who's gonna be all up in your business and making weird, intrusive comments about you and your fiancé. My mom's neighbor is being incredibly creepy, leaving flowers for my elderly mom, and all around just being quite weird, and I honestly don't know what to do. So my mom is physically and mentally disabled. She relies on a wheeled walker to get around, but isn't fully stable, and has had falls in the past. She's also schizophrenic, with early-stage dementia. Hence, she's exceptionally vulnerable both physically and mentally. She moved into a new flat about two months ago, and one of her upstairs neighbors, a male in his 40s, seems to be taking an unusual interest in her. I've met this guy, and for the sake of privacy, this guy's name is going to be called Bob. And I've only seen him a few times, and he's always seemed overly interested in my mom. He always looks at her intently, and when I've tried to talk to him, he largely ignores me and barely breaks eye contact with her. He stops her every time we happen to see him when we're going out, and seems caught on every word she says, even when it's nonsensical word salad due to her schizophrenia. He's taken in and delivered parcels to her when everyone else just leaves neighbor's stuff on a chair in the communal entrance. He goes out of his way to be nice to her. It's almost like he has a crush on her, but no rational man in his 40s is going to be attracted to an exceptionally vulnerable 70-year-old woman with complex physical and mental care needs. Now, I'm autistic, so I initially put it down to him possibly being on the spectrum, especially as the building was initially sheltered housing. But I feel like even accounting for possible social difficulties, he's a bit too friendly to her. Yesterday, I left my mom's property at around 4 o'clock in the afternoon, then returned about 90 minutes later to drop off a prescription, and I found her all flustered and irritable. She told me that Bob had rang her doorbell, steaming drunk, asking to be let in. He claimed he forgot his FOB. Because the flats are so small and closely packed, you can hear when someone rings a neighbor's bell. According to my mom, he didn't try anyone else's bell. He just went straight to hers. Now, he knows that my mom is very physically disabled, so it seems strange that he'd ring her bell. Her two other neighbors are in their 40s and physically fit, so why not just ring theirs? I feel like most people would try to avoid bothering an elderly disabled person, and his reason also made no sense to me. Apparently, he'd forgot his FOB, but had his individual door key? You'd keep them together, since you always need them as a pair to get in. I could see him forgetting both, but not one. Furthermore, there's three key safes outside the flat with spare FOBs for this exact scenario. Three safes to floor flatmates, making it quite likely, in my opinion, that he would have the code to at least one of them. So he forgot his FOB, but not his key, didn't have access to any of the three key safes with spare FOBs, and rather than call his immediate and much younger neighbors for assistance, he went straight to the most vulnerable person on the property. Fast forward to 8 o'clock in the morning, and my mom informed me that he's left her a bunch of red carnations in the Christmas wreath that she was hanging on the outside of her door, not on the floor, in the wreath. We're not sure when he did this, but she didn't hear anything last night or this morning, so that makes me think he's crept over in the middle of the night while she and everyone else has been sleeping. No one has curtains on their flat doors because the glass is heavily frosted, but you can still see shadows, lights, and other silhouettes. 
sweats. It makes me uncomfortable that he approached her door in the middle of the night to place flowers on her door. Like I said, he can't really see anything, but it just strikes me as odd. I feel like something's wrong here, and I'm not sure what to do about it. Can anyone advise on what might be going on, and what action, if any, I should be taking? I almost feel like he's trying to groom her. I've spoken to my mom about this, and I've explained that his behavior feels off, but she got offended because she liked the flowers and thinks that they were possibly just an apology for his drunkenness the other night. I honestly can't tell if this is just a potentially autistic individual who isn't aware of the social etiquette of certain things, or if this is something more sinister. How do I approach this? Do I speak to him? Do I inform him of my concerns? My gut is telling me something's wrong, but I have no idea what to do. I think the original poster's gut is right. This really seems sketchy. It could be a situation where he's trying to gain some kind of relationship or a friendship of some kind with your mom just so he can try and steal her money. So if anything, maybe see if you can try to get through to her because the way this guy is acting is super sketchy and I just would not take this lightly if I was in your shoes. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out in the description below and subscribe.